0: Welcome to another episode of No Block Sports. I am your host, Jason Green. It is episode 39, and just like last season, it is that time. It is NFL football is back. Finally, and I'm going to take you through NFC and AFC predictions, every single division, East, North, South, and West, one through four, first and last place, and then at the end, I'm going to give you my Super Bowl winner, also give you my playoff seats. Um, uh, for also your information, I do every game by the spread, pick them, like, straight up and over and under and I give you my best bets and you can find those blogs on the waterboys.com so let's just get into it right away we're starting with the NFC and we'll start with the NFC East let's go with Giants so the I have the Giants at five and 11 in the last place it's because I don't think they improved that much I kind of like what they did in the draft and Andrew Thomas and Xavier McKinney in their top two picks but they didn't get any more weapons to help Daniel Jones yes you were you reassured the line a little bit and that's good that is helping him and you have some good defensive parts. you got James Bradbury coming in um, from Carolina. So you're reassuring the secondary, Bradbury, Julius Peppers, and Xavier McKinney. I don't think it's enough. I'm, maybe I could see them winning seven or eight games. I really could see them finishing eight and eight. But for this season, this has nothing to do with Daniel Jones. He still has a fumbling issue, and he can take the second-year leap. But 5-11 and 11 is where I have them at right now. In the third spot in the season I have the Washington Redskins. Once again, they didn't do anything to help Dwayne Haskins at all. They reshared, and that, the reason I have them ahead of the Giants is that their defensive line, they have four first-round picks, Montez Sweat, um, Chase Young, uh, Deron Payne. They also have Ryan Kerrigan. They have monsters up there at the front four. They're taking the San Francisco model. They got Kendall Fuller over from Kansas City or, or Chicago, one of them. This is one of the Fuller brothers. And... Uh, Dwayne Haskins, I'm still not sold on. They actually just released Adrian Peterson and Darius Geist. Got out. They did a really rough offseason. I like Scary Terry, Tyron McLaurin. Uh, Jordan Reed, I believe, is gone. So we'll see where they go. I don't know if the offense will be good enough. But I think their defense is as improved or a, as an up-and-coming as there is in the defense in the NFL, which is why I have them at 6-10. and 10. All right, second place in the NFC East, I have the Philadelphia Eagles, and here's why. I was so high on the Eagles, and yes, I am. Fa- I'm from Philadelphia. I'm a fan of the Eagles. I was so high on them. I had them winning the Super Bowl last year, but they didn't. Once again, it's like this theme in the NFC. They didn't address the wide receiver need. Yes, they got Jalen Rager. He's hurt. They're still shopping on Sean Jeffrey. They couldn't. He's staying. Can Deshaun Jackson stay healthy? Like they're really putting out the same four. And you obviously have Zach Ertz. You open a huge leaf for Miles Sanders. They're still in. Be- they're in a much better situation than Redskins or Giants. So listen, you have Miles Sanders. You have Zach Ertz. You have Deshaun Jackson. That's three. Very good weapons. And Dallas God's a very good second tight end, so four very good weapons in my opinion. But Andre Dillard's Brandon Brooks is out. They brought Peters back and moved to the left tackle. Can Wentz stay healthy? They let Malcolm Jenkins go, which is he was moving Mills to safety, And but they finally got the big-time corner in Darius Slay. The underrated move that the Eagles made was they got Javon Hargraves. That is going to free up Fletcher Cox. I believe both of them in the top five of double-team percentage. In the NFL. So wherever it's going you it's going that defensive front is going to be very good. You got those two, you got Derek Burnett, and you got Brandon Graham. It's gonna be a rough season. They still have a linebacking issue, and I don't know if I trust the safeties will parks or they've just been dealing with injuries. So we'll we will see, but I have them at nine and seven. And the reason another reason I'm nine and seven is because no team in the NFC has won back to back. NFC's title since 2004. He Eagles in 2002, 2003, 2004, or 3, 4, 5. And that is why the Cowboys in the number one spot 11 and 5 Listen, the Cowboys lost Byron Jones, and that's their only weak spot as their secondary. Defensive line, Everson Griffin. Obviously, Jerome Cole is now out. They brought back Alden Smith. Um, you have the Marcus Lawrence. You have the best linebacker in uh, the NFL in Jalen Smith, Sean Lee, and Lane Vanners. You're short on the corner side. They actually released Ha-Ha Clinton You're short on the safety side. Can they swing Earl Thomas, who was released by the Ravens? Can they swing him there? Because that, really that would really fix their secondary issue. On the offensive side, they also have no weakness. Great offensive line. Three very good wide receivers. All could put up 1,000 yards this year. Blake Jarwin's a very good receiving tight end and one of the best. Running backs and Zeke Elliott, it's how much pressure is on Dak and will it get to him. It's the only reason I don't see him winning the NFCs. He's put up the numbers, he's put up the QBR, but will he flop? And it's really on him. It goes with him. Will he flop? And if it does, it's the ultimate choke job, and he will not get paid. If you thought last year was big for Dak, this year's even bigger. I think the Cowboys do it. I don't see a scenario. The NFC East is not that good. It's really not. They should beat up on this division, just like the Eagles. The Eagles and Cowboys have to go at least 5-1 and one in this division, or they're in trouble. So that's where I see it as of right now. Let's go to the NFC North next. I have the Bears at seventy nine. The NFC North is the hardest division to predict every year, in my opinion, because I think every team is always average good. Like, listen, you brought Nick Foles in, but Mitchell Trubisky won the starting spot. You let go of uh, Clint Dix. Um, you you still have Khalil Mack. You know, you still have your defensive front, but you didn't do anything on offense. Um, David Montgomery's hurt. 7-9 is where it's. it's it, there's no need to go into too much detail About this team Can Mitch Trubisky go back to himself two years ago Or will he be the same as Mitch Trubisky In the first first year and third year in the league That's why I have him at 7-9 That defense can always keep him in them I have the Lions also at 7-9 and, and the safest bet in sports Is just putting the Lions at like 7-9, 8-8, 9-7 Listen, Matthew Stafford got hurt last year That's why they didn't end like that But once again, they have good weapons. Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones Jr., they carry on Johnson. They brought in DeAndre Schrift, TJ Hawkinson. Now it's complaining there. They brought in Jamie Collins. They obviously drafted Jeffrey Okunda with the third overall pick. They got uh, Hamado Vitae. Um, they obviously have Trey Flowers. Um, I don't know what else to say. Like, it, It's just one of those scenarios where they could be really good. They could really take over this division if they take the next step. I don't think they will seven and nine just seems like what it is it's it just it's just what it always is with the lines It's like they could be good they could not save us bet eight and eight they'll, they'll win a couple big games they'll disappoint you in a couple save us Ben sports seven and nine lines. all right so I have the Packers at nine and seven they won 13 games last year but everyone was telling me and all the analytics and all of them were saying this was not a 13 win football team and I kind of agree with that. And so when I put him at 9 and 7, I'm really second-guessing myself because Aaron Rodgers winning nine games. Division's not that good. But I just see it in the cards this year. Two teams don't make the playoffs to make the year four. And I think the Packers are one of them. Could I see them winning 12-11 games again? Yes, absolutely. They have Aaron Rodgers, okay? He's the third best, he's the second, third, second best quarterback, top three quarterback in the NFL still. But their defense was average last year and it. It really showed in the second half, and their offense wasn't great. They would get off to really fast starts. I think they had the most points in the first half out of any team, and then they would slow down. You still didn't draft any weapons for Aaron Rodgers. On the, they drafted Jordan Love, so I, he's not going to get in this year. But it wouldn't shock me if the Packers do not make the playoffs and end up 9-7. and seven. All right, Let's go to the... The Vikings, who will win the NFC North, in my opinion. Listen, they got Inga Now you got Inga and Daniel Hunter. He actually just went on an ARP. You got Eric Kendricks. You lost a little bit of your secondary. You did. Mackenzie Alexander, Trey Waynes, they both left. Okay, you still have Anthony Barr. I don't see a scenario. And obviously, Stefan Diggs left for Buffalo, or you wanted to get traded for Buffalo. But you brought in Justin Jefferson, right? You still have Adam Dillon. You still have Dalvin Cook, Madison, Kyle Rudolph. Kirk Cousins was good last year. Say whatever you want; he was good last year. He was efficient, and he made the big throws in the playoffs, especially one to Thielen in the Super Bowl in New Orleans. I think their defense is really good. It's, I, I told you, I, don't really like this division that much, but it's always a little competitive. So they, this division winner could be a nine and seven, ten and six division winner, but I'll put the Vikings at eleven and five. All right, let's get to the NFC South, which I think is a, the most interesting division. A top two most interesting division, actually second most interesting division, in the NFC, and I'll get to the NFC West. But really, after that, they are top three interesting division. I mean, listen, and last place, I have the Panthers at six and ten. But who doesn't like this Panthers team? They have so much speed. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Curtis Samuel, and Christian McCaffrey, all that is your. I'm gonna call it receiving core because McCaffrey is the best receiving running back in the game today. And Teddy Bridgewater just wins. Listen, he went five and zero. Oh, with the Saints last year I know it's like it's like he just wins but I'm putting him at 6-10 it's because the division is so good it would not shock me if they won nine and seven it would not shock me six and ten is where I have them but I would not be shocked even if they I don't think they win division but if they went nine and seven and came really close and outperformed a lot of people's expectations took Derek Brown a great defensive tackle obviously Luke Kuechly is gone and Bradbury left they drafted every single pick was defense. Matt Rule was not messing around this draft. He said, we got our offensive weapons. that's a sure-side defense. He's a great coach. He'll figure it out eventually, just not this year. Um, and the most interesting team in the NFL every single year, the Atlanta Falcons. They're either really, really good or they're really, really bad. I have expectations for them every year. I picked them to make the playoffs last year and not doing it. I'm not doing it again this year. They have 9 out of their 11 players on the offensive side of first-round picks. It was 10. They caught Laquan Treadwell. The great move they made was bringing Hayden Hurst to the Austin Hooper walk and got Hayden Hurst for a second and a fourth. I thought that was a great move with the system they put in. Hayden Hurst, a first-round town, can be a great weapon for them. Obviously, if Julio Jones, obviously of Calvin Ridley. They let Devontae Freeman walk, and they brought in Todd Gurley. This offense has immense offensive potential like it always does. Can they stay healthy on defense? That's just the question. It's the question every year. Can they stay healthy on defense? I don't know. Dan Quinn is... Uh, Probably the number one coach on the hot seat in the NFC. Him and um and Matt Nagy. I think if I'm thinking of anyone else off the top of my head, I think him and Matt Nagy and Matt Patricia, but definitely in the NFC. They're he's the probably the biggest one on the hot seat. So he needs a good year. If defense fails him again, he'll be out. All right. Number two, the the Tampa Bay or the Tampa Bay, um, Buccaneers, they had the best off season. I mean, by far. Listen, you bring in Tom Brady, great. You bring in Leonard Fournette. Um, you do good. You uh, draft a tackle and a safety in your first two rounds to shore those up. You don't have the corners yet. Listen, you have Devin White. You still have one. Of the, they actually were one of the top five in the league in rushing yards per game. You got Shaquille Barrett. You got a really good set of players. I just don't think they have the corners yet or the secondary yet, and they're going to still give up a lot of points. Yes, was a lot of them. A lot of people are like, no way. They um they're gonna do below expectations. There's no way they win. Well, the big difference between Tom Brady and James Winston is that yeah, the QBRs were the same, but Tom Brady doesn't turn over the football. James Winston for thirty for thirty, James Winston is not there anymore. You're gonna get thirty-five touchdowns and probably I would say eight to twelve interceptions from Tom Brady. And the amount of possessions you save out of that. Is unbelievable. Also, Gronk is back. Listen, this offense is, has untapped 2007 Patriots potential. That's why Tom Brady is a very good MVP candidate. 10 and 6. 10 and 6. Let's not get too high on them because they still don't trust their defense. But if Tom Brady is as good as he reaches back 2007 levels, I mean they could run away with this division and really go 12 and 4, 13, and 3. All right, so a team and this and next is the winning division of Saints. I don't see a weakness on this team and if anyone can find me one do so they have good corners and marshawn Lattimore, good safeties marcus williams malcolm jenkins i think janoris jenkins signed them i'm not sure if he's still there obviously great weapons in alvin kamara michael thomas and now they bring in emmanuel sanders jared cook good offensive line good defensive line cameron jordan and others and they have obviously drew Brees in the dome and one of the best home field advantages in sports this is a big year for the saints I think they're the best roster in the NFC. I really do. If I had to pick a good bet, they're fourth in uh, the NFL in Super Bowl odds, I think that might be the best bet. Drew Brees plus 2,000 is also a great bet for the NFC. This is the best offensive weapons he had. He hasn't had a second wide receiver in a long – I can't remember the last time he had a legit second wide receiver. They only bring in ones, and they just kind of play cogs after that. Manuel Sanders was a one in the 49ers. And I think they're really going to miss him. He's now number two, obviously, Kamara Latavius murray Big year for the Saints, 12-4. And and I'll get to it later, but I think they secure the number one seed in the NFC. All right, so let's go to the last division, the NFC West. Um, This division is stacked. There is not a bad team in this division. and, And sadly, someone has to be last, and that's right now the Arizona Cardinals. Did they make strides? They got Kyler Murray, the weapon. DeAndre the Hopkins, who just got paid two years, fifty-four million. They brought in Kennard from the Lions, a good linebacker. They signed Buda Baker. Also, I love the pick of Isaiah Simmons. Cliff kinsbury has got the Lepeth. You got as good as a young offensive weapon as you can get in a little doing. Kenya Drake, Christian Kirk, or a trio of Larry Fitzgerald, and um, and obviously DeAndre Hopkins. So you have a lot of weapons. Is Kyler Murray going to take the? There's, there's always been the second year leap. Now, like Kyler Murray wasn't good, he was offensive rookie of the year and he was unreal. But can he take that next next step to put him in the top ten quarterback range? A lot of people believe in him. I'll stick seven and nine because I still don't believe in their defense. But there are going to be it very They lost a lot of one score games. They lost a lot of one score games, and they can get to a better record than they had last year. I believe they were 5-11. Definitely come to win more games and improve. They could they could go 9-7, 8-8, but I'll put them at the 7-9 for now. All right, third is the Los Angeles Rams. When Jalen Ramsey was on the team, they were giving up less than 20 points per game. They were shutting down, not shutting down, but they were playing very good defense, and Jared Goff was playing better football. Listen, Brandon Cooks is gone. Todd Gurley's gone. You're not relying on um, Cooper Cup um, and Robert Woods. are 1-2 cam Akers is now your running back i it's how sold you are on golf i think their team is still good you obviously have aaron donald i just think eight nate eight is right i think their division is too tough they're going to lose some games that they shouldn't lose it just you can't take off in this division game in and game out and even though i think they have a better roster than the team after them that i'm about to say they'll end up ain't eight and, eight. and the reason i have seattle two over the rams is the one guy one guy only and i'm done predicting off I'm done betting against Russell Wilson. I'm just done. I do it every year. I didn't have him making the playoffs. I said there's no talent around him, and I was right. There was no talent around him. But what did he do? He got him to um, the second round of the playoffs, and he didn't get a single MVP vote, which is um, I, it doesn't make sense to me. I understand Lamar Jackson was the MVP, but not to get a single vote, he was literally the entire team. And look, they got him. some guys, and they got him. Jamal Adams. They brought in little that cog safety like Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas who can do it all for you. Jadavion Clowney is obviously gone. Hopefully you get a good... You take the second lead for DK Metcalf. Chris Carson figures out his fumbling issue. And I think they can go 10-6. and six. But maybe this year they won't make the playoffs because I said they will. We'll see. I'm just not betting against Russell Wilson. 10-6. and six. All right. And the number one seed in the uh, West is the 11-5... and five, 49 I had him in 12-4, but I kept convincing myself, this division is too good. Debo Samuel, uh, listen, they lost Emmanuel Sanders. Debo Samuel's on the IR. I think he's playing week one, but I can't confirm. Um, you got Javon off. You got rid of the Forrest Buckner. Great trade um, they did there. That's, that's basically how you do it. You let the guy walk who's about to get paid, get a first-round back, and just replace him with a very talented player. They traded him with the Colts. Not much changed for for the 49ers they didn't really gain much they didn't really lose much it's just the division got better it's just that simple the division got better you're not going to run the table in 13-3 to usually teams that lose a very devastating loss in the Super Bowl deep in the playoffs don't do as well next year I'll still pick them making the playoffs but I'll go 11 and 5 and it being very very close and i'm serious this division can go anywhere i could see Seattle winning it i could see the rams getting hot again and Jen Ramsey and Aaron Donald taking over that defense, and them winning it, and I can see the Cardinals' second-year leap. So this is the hardest division to predict, but I'll I'll stick with this for right now. Um, so let's just go to the playoff seeds and the NFC. I have go top to bottom. It's it's gonna be the Packers and the Eagles fighting for this um, seventh spot. I think the Eagles win it on division record five and one they should go into a division where the packers have a much tougher division they get the seventh spot i got the bucks on the sixth seed at 10 and 6 seattle on the five also in 10 and 6 obviously that can go either way with the same record i have the vikings obviously is the first division winner at 11 and 5 cowboys at 11 and 5 um 49ers at 11 and 5 and saints at 12 and 4 as your one seed remember getting the buy so only the one seed gets the buy but that's i have new Orleans right now and if I had to pick a team, isn't the one seed usually just makes the Super Bowl? It's happened every single year except in the past seven years, except the Cowboys in twenty fifteen when the twenty fourteen, twenty sixteen, when they lost to the Packers and Aaron Rodgers on Mason Crosby's field goal. So it's not it's just not a bad bet to put in there. It's usually how it goes. I will take the Northern Saints to get to the Super Bowl from there. And that is the NFC preview. All right, so let's get into the AFC. Once again, all four divisions, East, North, South, and West. And while the NFC, to me, is a much more competitive conference, I think there are eight teams, I think there are nine or 10 teams, even 11 that I can think of, I'm looking at, can all really compete, right? They can all really compete and wouldn't shock me if any of them made the Super Bowl. I cannot say the same for the AFC I think it's a two-legit Two-team race And I'm pretty sure most of you can guess who these teams are But let's get to it Start with the East In last place, I have the Dolphins at 7-9 and nine. I'm a huge Finns believer I think Brian Flores is a great coach I thought Tua was a great pick They got Austin Jackson Noah Ignagabu That's definitely pronounced on the corner They brought in Um... They brought in Jordan Howard, Matt Breida, Shaq Lawson, Kyle Van Noy, Byron Jones. They have already Xavier Howard. Like they brought in so many players. It's a new roster. There's a team that won five games last year, and you give Brian Forrest this much better roster. They're definitely gonna win seven. And the only reason I halt this, saying not to throw, it, is because Fitzpatrick is starting. I don't know why i are throwing two out there immediately. I think two is the guy and I'm a big two a fan. But I, I don't think this is a good division, and I could see them adding seven and nine. Um, I have the Jets also at seven and nine. I was tempted to put the Jets last, but when Darnold played, I believe they were a five hundred six and six. Like, they weren't bad anytime Sam Darnold was there. I mean, they weren't good. But when Sam Darnold was on the you no know, on the field, like they actually played well. And if you didn't miss those games because of Mono, maybe they could have had a better record ending seven and nine last year. They didn't do anything really. They let Robbie Anderson go. I mean, they have no big moves. They got Makai Beckton to help. Um, help protect Sam Donald but otherwise that didn't really help him I think seven nines where they belong obviously they just let Jamal Adams go but I'll bet on Sam Donald having a better year and Le'Veon Bell putting in Adam Gates system having a much more productive year than he had the year before so 7-9 and nine I think is a good um, and in second place I have the New England Patriots listen, they're over-unders 9-1 I don't know how Vegas sees this I don't know how they win 10 games they have a lead leading like 8 players opt out I mean, Stephon Gilmore's in, which is huge. But they lost Calvin. No, they lost Jamie Collins. Obviously, they lost Tom Brady. Cam Newton's not the quarterback. Like, I, I still don't see their wide receiver re- weapons yet. Edelman's there, and they kill Harry hopefully take the next step. It, Bill Chow, This, I, I'm putting nine because I'll give him a chance. But Bill Belichick's as good as he is. This is a huge year to to prove, prove it. And uh, you know, so I, I'm not. I, I never bet against bill belichick i'll never bet against him but i just don't see it this year i just don't see it their roster isn't that good and i'm generous giving them nine games so i i just don't know but we'll see we'll see how it is uh it's such a tough pick and i'm not saying that because like i'm actually debating my head it's such a tough pick because you never bet against bill belichick Listen, to matt castle they won 11 games and somehow didn't make the plus. Or sorry, they won ten games. And then made the plus. So they went 3-0 with Jimmy Garoppolo. And then 1-0 with Jacoby Brissett. Like they just won without Brady. But at least those teams still had the same roster talent as Brady. Like when he was there. Like they got a lot. They depleted their roster. Heavy, in my opinion. So in first place in the AFCs, I have the Buffalo Bills. A lot of I was reading a lot of articles. A lot of people are high in the Buffalo Bills. I'm not as high in them as other people. I have them at 9 and 7. Right, I've seen articles of people have a 12 and 4 in the in the one scene. they take the lead this year. I like Sean McDonough as coach. I don't like Josh Allen as quarterback. I love Tre'Davious White. I love the Stefan Diggs deal. And now pairing John a two is a very good number two. Devin Singletary and all that. I like the pieces, but it just reminds me of the Bears. And if they're in a better division like the NFC North, I wouldn't have them in the playoffs because the AFC East is probably the weakest division in football. I think I think you could easily argue it's the weakest division of football, maybe the NFC East or the AFC South. But I just I just don't see the, they're they're too good defensively not to beat up on these young teams, on these young quarterbacks, and these and these depleted r- offensive rosters that the Patriots, Jets, and Dolphins had. They're too good not to go five and one in the division on the defensive side of the ball. Yes, the home field advantage won't be as good, but I just don't see a way they don't make the playoffs. a nine and seven season for the Bills definitely take the under on their total though all right let's go to the AFC North and my first team is the Cincinnati Bengals listen the Bengals did some things so they brought in DJ Reader a good defensive tackle they brought in Mackenzie Alexander Trey Waynes Von Bell they've sure things up they got weapons man AJ Green Tyler Boyd John Ross they got Dati Higgins Joe Mixon Giovanni Bernard got a lot of weapons for number one overall pick Joe Burrow that being said every single defense in the AFC North is tough ravens browns Steelers are legit defenses and they have a tough schedule that's why i'm at 5 and 11 if they're in the afc east if they're in the nfc east i would give them a afc south i would give them a very good shot and i'm a big joe burvin i think he's going to win offensive rookie of the year i think he's just going to sling it sling it sling it but 5 and 11 just seems right there's going to be a learning curve in for his rookie season but i i like where they're going i think they have a lot of weapons from the third team he's going to put very good numbers all right, third in the AFC North, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of people like the Steelers. Once again, I don't. I think they're top heavy on defense, and you got away with that last year, and you didn't make the playoffs. So now the thing is, oh, Big Ben is back, right? Big Ben is back, and he's a much better arm than Duck Hodges or Mason Rudolph. There's no way they don't go over 500. Well, the Browns got better, the Ravens got better. And I don't think Big Ben has anything left in the tank, and I think if he had hit the curve, the elbow surgery is as severe as it can get. He didn't have feeling. It's like having Tommy John. You're repairing your throwing arm. I just don't think he has it anymore. I love Minka Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden, T.J. Watt, Devin Bush, and all that. Pittsburgh's going to be a top-five defense in the NFL. But losing Javon Hargraves is huge. It's going to not only affect the run defense, but also affect T.J. Watt. Because he was getting double, and T.J. was having these one-on-ones. You couldn't double-team all of them. Now T.J. can see doubles more often. So I don't like the Steelers. I'm definitely taking their under. I think their under's at 9.5. I think everyone likes the Steelers team to make the playoffs as a wild-card spot, and I just don't see it happening. All right, the second seed in the AFC North. I'm going to do it again. I did it last year. I said the Browns would win the AFC North. I said this was the year. Actually, I think I had the Steelers winning it, and the Browns coming in second. This is the year. They're going to do it. I I don't see how they want to do it. Listen, Grant Delpit going down to safety, a starting safety role is going to hurt them. It is going to hurt them. But they they have a Den. I mean, they have every position covered up. They have Denzel Ward at the safety. They have Miles Garrett. I mean, and the offensive side: Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Austin Hooper. Like you are stacked. You are just stacked. And they select the no lineman with the first uh, their first round pick. I, if they can't get done this year, I think you got to move on from Baker. And if he has another bad year, you got to move on. It's just this has got to be it. Baker is everything you could possibly need in the quarterback. I, I'm just gonna leave it at that. They got to make the, they got to make the playoffs this year. They are way too talented. Against the Darnskey is a run heavy guy. I didn't look for big years from Nick Chubb and Kreamon to take the pressure off Baker Mayfield and run heavy. And I'd like a breakout year for Odell. I do. I, I think this is the year he gets back in the top five conversation of wide receivers. All right, number one, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I would be shocked if they didn't win this division. They the, the easiest one, the easiest schedule in football. Some people like them to go like four, 14 and two and 15 and one. I'll sell for 13 and three, even though I know they went 13 and three the year before and their schedule's easier. Because things just happen in the NFL. Things just happen. You take a couple games off. Some teams are better than you thought, and your schedule isn't as easier thought, and you lose some games. So 13 and three. Also, I'm not. Don't think they're going to in their division. Playing at the Steelers, all of these tough defenses at Steelers and Browns, both good defenses and very good off and some good offenses. The Browns and Bengals, I think they'll t- lose a couple games. It's thirteen three. It doesn't this, but the regular season doesn't matter. Everyone knows that it doesn't matter. It's all about, it's all about the playoffs. So I think they'll get the one seed again, but we'll see it from there. All right, let's move on to the AFC South. Let's go to the worst team in football, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You lost Ngaku. You lost Jalen Ramsey. There was no one there from that stack 2017 defense. There's, I mean, listen, Gardner Mitchell's a fine quarterback. He's a good, um, you know, pocket presence. I uh, guess he was very good in deep balls. Um, he's a good check down guy. He can make the right throws. He doesn't really make a lot of mistakes, but he's not going to woo you with his talent. I like DJ Target. I like Chris Conley. Obviously, he just let Leonard Fournette go. There's not much to say about this team. They're not a good football team. I don't think Doug Morrow makes it past this year. Three and thirteen. I think is they're at. I could see him winning five games at the most. All right, let's go to another team. A lot of people are high on, but I'm not on, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. I like Jacoby Brissett and Phillip Rivers. I do. I said about check-down guy Gardner Mitchell. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett is a checkdown guy. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes he wins football games they were six and six and they got hurt against the Dolphins they went six and seven and then six and eight and they couldn't recover from that they were in every game this there was no need to panic they got a good another weapon on Michael Pittman jr they got Jonathan Taylor they just needed more weapons on the offensive side of the ball they just needed to make the moves they make they didn't need to spend that money on Philip Rivers I don't get it I think he makes too many mistakes and he's on the downfall of his career and they go eight and eight I really do and I think now the team getting get better, just got better. They're especially not over them, which is the Tennessee Titans, who just got Jadavion Clowney. And obviously they let Jarrell Casey go. But you got Clowney and you got Vic Beasley. Already a good, they were always a good defense. Actually, they also let Logan Ryan walk. I forgot to mention that for the Giants. They let Logan Ryan walk and they got him to another good corner over there. Ryan Tannehill is just consistent. This team is just a good, consistent team. They scream wild card every year. It wouldn't shock me if they're a little worse than 10-6 and 9-7 amid the playoffs like that as the last seed. But I like them a little bad this year because I think their defense has a little bit more depth to it. And they always play Mike Varibel always plays a, a good offensive, like, sorry, line ball. Defensive line and offensive line, they're always very solid. Ryan Tannehill can continue his success, and I think he can be good for them. And Derek Henry, again, on a late run, no reason why they can't go 10-6. All right, let's go to the number one team in the A- uh, AFC South, and that's the Houston Texans. Listen, they obviously let DeAndre Hopkins go, but you got Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, and David Johnson for that, plus Deshaun Watson had to get paid, and plus they paid Cunningham, and you still have J.J. Watt. There is no need to panic from Houston. Deshaun Watson's the top five quarterback in the NFL. You are still the team to beat in the AFC South. I see no difference here. You go 11-5. There's not much else to say. That is your team. Deshaun Watson now has more weapons. I didn't even mention Wilford. He has now four weapons, three receiver weapons compared to what he usually had. So I like what they did, and I believe Kenny Stills is there. So really, when he's healthy, you have four good wide receivers, and I think David Johnson has a better year with a better passer behind him. They won't stack the box, and he's also healthy for the first time in a couple years. All right, last but not least, let's go to the AFC West. My last of his team is the Las Vegas Raiders no home field advantage is going to kill them in that new stadium. forgot to mention that also the Chargers and the Rams have a new stadium, and I think that's going to hurt them as well, but I'll get to the Chargers next. It's going to kill them. They play week one against Carolina, and they're favored, and I don't even like them in that game. Tyra Williams is out, I think, for a while with an injury. That's big. That takes away. Not only they have one receiver gun, Henry Ruggs. He was their number one. Obviously, brought in Aguilar. Brought in Marcus Mariotti. He's hurt. I, I just don't see it with this team they got Corey littleton from the los angeles rams a good linebacker but i don't like Derek carr i think this is Derek carr's last year in vegas and they'd like to move on they also got aj terrell um with their first round pick he's a good solid corner but they're building something they're almost there they play in a really tough division i think the west might be the best division on both nfc and afc might be the best division maybe the nfc south but still it's a top three division in the game or top four division in the league and I just don't think they get it done this year. All right, the next Los Angeles Chargers. I really like the Chargers. I do. I don't like Tyrod Taylor, and I think Derwin James being on IR for 46 months out is going to kill them. But I liked how they got Brian Beluga. I like how they got Chris Harris Jr. They just got they got Joey Boza. They didn't really have a weak spot. Melvin Ingram, Like they had good players all around. You also know, got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Hunter Henry. Like You just have good players everywhere. And now they showed up the line a little bit, but the quarterback's going to kill him. Herbert will eventually play. I like I like Tyrod Taylor. And I think if he goes the entire year, they'll go eight and eight. If they want to make this change and probably kick up the offensive gear, maybe Herbert can rally them into the playoffs. My second team is a team I'm huge on. The Denver Broncos. Listen, they got Graham's Glasno they got uh, Jarrell Casey, they got Melvin Gordon, they got Jerry Judy, they got KJ Hamlin, all these people came in, they're ready to interrupt, listen, when Drew Locke came in, they went 5-3, and they were 5-3 the record with Drew Locke, I see no reason why they can't go 9-7, but now Von Miller's out for the season, so this division actually got so much easier for the Chiefs than it was before, and uh, now I'm just rethinking this, but I'm going to go with them at 9-7, and because I think they're, they still added a lot of good pieces. They, they still have Bradley Chubb and you still have Darrell Case there, and you got Derek Wolfe. So actually, I don't think Derek Wolfe's in the team But you have, you do have pieces. So I'm gonna go nine and seven. They kick the momentum they had from last year. And the last AFC West is the Kansas City Chiefs. Listen, they're returning 20 of 20 or 21, 22, of 24 starters. Sammy Watkins got paid. Patrick Mahomes got paid. I know Damian Williams is out, with that Clyde edwards aware. There's not much to say. This team is offensively still the best team in the league. And if, once again, if they can have a stretch like they did at the end of the last season where their defense was top 5, top 10, it's going to be extremely hard to beat them week in, week out, or in any game scenario. you got the best quarterback in the game, the Patrick Mahomes, looking to win every MVP, and it wouldn't shock me if he won it again. So I have them going at 12-4 and four because I thought their division is really tough. I think the Broncos, Chargers, and Raiders can all give them good, um, good games, especially the Broncos and Chargers away. But this might change due to injuries, but I'll have them at 12-4 right now. So how do I see the AFC playoff seeds going out? The seventh seed, I have the Broncos going in at nine and seven, as do the Browns and then the Browns at ten and six. I also have the Titans at ten and six, and I had the Bills at the first division seed winner at nine and seven. Texans at eleven and five, Chiefs at twelve and four, and Ravens at thirteen and three. But if we're just being honest, this is a two team race. Ravens and Chiefs, one of them will be in the Super Bowl. I don't know which one yet, unless the Ravens collapse again, but I mean it's a two team race of who are the best teams. Right? It's just the truth. It's just the two team race. So that is going to do it for the AFC. And next, we're going to get to our Super Bowl prediction. All right, to end the show, I'm going to give you my Super Bowl prediction. But before I do that, I want to show you that every single week I come out with picks straight up against the spread and over and under. So you can check them out the WooderBoys.com or noblocksports.com. But before we got to the picks, we got to do a little future, see the future, and who is going to make it to the Super Bowl. I told you the one seed usually always make it to the Super Bowl. It happens every single year at least one seed. And that's going to happen in the NFC. I love the Saints this year, top to bottom. I don't think there's a better team in the NFC. I just don't. It wouldn't shock me if the Vikings made a run. That is your dark horse. If the Vikings put it all together this year and made a run, or the Buccaneers. Those are my three things. I don't think the Fire's Ice can make it back-to-back. I don't trust Dak and the Cowboys. You know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm trusting Kirk. And I never take it out of Russell Wilson's hands, but I just like his team's deep enough. But I could see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady if everything goes right. But I'm going to Saints in the AFC. And the AFC, there's no team competes with them. The Ravens aren't ready yet. They haven't proven it. Why would I pick against the Chiefs? I got the Saints versus Chiefs. And this year, I got Patrick Mahomes taking a loss in the Super Bowl. And I have my Saints as the Super Bowl winners. Drew Brees maybe calls it a career. Ending it on Super Bowl win, they got their deepest team that I've seen top to bottom. The fourth best odds, I believe they're like plus nine hundred. So that's where I'm putting my money on. And and then Drew Brees obviously went Super Bowl MVP and take it to the bacon. That's today's episode.